There's Dallas Smith and Terry Clark. It's called One Drink Ago, Kissing in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 7.09. Welcome to your Tuesday morning. I am trying real hard. Like my wife, she, again, God bless her. I just, you know, she is the reason why I I just kind of get through every day. And she's like, Chris, chin up. There's way worse things that could happen than your Oilers losing in four games straight. Well, we did just put a poll on Twitter. Say, Edmonton, how are you doing this morning? Yeah. 75% are not doing great. No. (laughs) So you're not alone. Not doing great. Um, I can't wait to start work. Yeah. After that weekend, I just want to race. <laughs> you are that. at work. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're getting people asking about Matt, uh, Connor, Matt naked. Right. How did that all work out? Uh, Connor did score a goal last night, uh, and it was a beauty, of course. Uh, yeah, it was a great goal. Yeah, finally. Well, I said Connor. I was like, okay, I slipped on my underwear. I'm no longer in my birthday suit. <laughs> uh-huh. Things are looking up. Yeah. You know, I'm going to pop a heart pill because... <laughs> I just, my blood pressure was so high. And I'm like, you know, maybe I'm going to go to work tomorrow with underwear and a sock on. Yeah. yeah. You know, if things go well. Right. Yeah. But no. But you, I am fully clothed. You're fully clothed. Because once it was over, it was over. It's no use. You can't be naked till the next season starts. And I promise you. Yeah. If the Oilers make the playoffs next year. Yeah. I won't be doing this. <laughs> Come on. I will not be jinxing the team. Yeah, you might have. All right. Hey, imagine we're all tired from watching. Uh, can you imagine calling that game, the play-by-play guy? Jack Michaels, kissing in the morning with Jack, Jack, and Matt is coming up in moments with Jack Michaels. We'll find out how he's feeling today. Maybe, uh, you know what, the guy, he always finds a way to, you know, he sees the uh, rainbow in the rain. He so, pretty much called an entire extra game. Yeah, let's find out how that was. We'll talk to him next. I got some famous friends kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. There is Chris Young and Kane Brown. Uh, Let's do this. The Oilers Update with Chris, Jack, Jack, and Matt for Touchstone Flooring, Alberta's largest flooring store with over 5 million square feet of flooring in stock. Kissing Country 103.9. Well, we watched the marathon last night, but this guy called the marathon last night. It's Jack Michaels, the radio play-by-play voice of our sister station and Edmonton Oilers Radio 630. Chad, how are you this morning, Jack? I'm fine, although you ought to slow that opening announcer down to about 33 RPM because I think that captures <laughs> everyone's mood this morning. Uh, not the segment I certainly envisioned when we last talked on Friday and, and just one of these series that you know, captures the moment of the playoffs. I mean, the Oilers led for a half hour more than the Jets did in the four games and wind up with nothing to show for it, as in literally nothing, and and a 4 nothing series sweep for Winnipeg. Just hard to believe. I think, you know, all fans of the Oilers are probably in a bit of shock, and I'm not sure the players aren't. Yeah, yeah. I talked to these guys when we were leaving on Friday, and I said, you know, uh, there <laughs> is a chance. There is a chance that uh, on Tuesday morning we get back from the long weekend, the Oilers could be out of the playoffs, and then we all laughed. Yeah, I laughed that'll and laughed. never happen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it happened, unfortunately, and it's true. I mean, it, you know, and, and again, uh, it's a loser's lament to to say that it was close, but it was so close, and they, they just they couldn't win any of the coin flip games. That was uh, at the end of the day, it just uh, one team you know, just got, got all the breaks and put the puck in the net. And the Winnipeg Jets are a very good hockey team. It's not like we lost to a bad team. Like, like <laughs> keep, keep going. What else are you going to say? No, that's true. We, 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 we lost to a good team. I, like last, last, year, last year, last year, we did last year. We didn't win. There was a line in the fifties 
that, uh, you know, residents of another country and on another coast used to say, wait till next year. And those were the fans of the Brooklyn Dodgers for so many years. And I'm sure the Oilers are feeling the same way uh, after this season. And and you're right. I mean, if there was a way to lose a hockey game, the Oilers, unfound, you know, unfortunately found a way to do it. And, and it just shows that nothing that happens in the regular season means anything in the playoffs. Oilers finished the year with six in a row over the Jets. They lost two games all year when they scored the first goal. Well, they lost two of the playoff games when they, you know, scored the first goal. They lost one game all year with leading after two periods. They lost twice in the series. And like I said, it's it's hard to lose in a four-game sweep when you hold the lead for a full 35 minutes longer than the other team Crazy. over the course of the four games, and that's exactly what happened to the Edmonton Oilers. Mm. Hard to believe, but full march to the Jets. I mean, that that's you know that's what playoff hockey is all about, finding a way to extract the stuff of victory in margins where it's so narrow it's hard to separate. And the Jets did it four games in a row, game-winning tip-in, with 10 minutes to go in, in the first game and then three consecutive overtime games. So, Could you just, you know, full marks to Winnipeg. Oh, that's so depressing. Reliving all that. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I mean, I just rattled off, you know, even some of the facts that are relevant. Oh no, there's more. <laughs> I won't bore you with the details, but you know what? Dave Tippett said it best after game three, uh, you know, some lessons are, are learned the exceptionally hard way. And uh, you know what? For for six or seven members of this team, they've learned some real hard lessons in the last four years. I'll yeah. leave you with one final factoid. Ten times in the history of the league, a team has had a three-goal lead with ten minutes left to play and lost it. And it's happened to that core seven group of players twice in the oh, last Oh, no. And Jack, ironically, one time when our Oilers were the ones that came back against the Dallas Stars, I was at that game and decided to leave early before the comeback. So there you go. I, Should have you know left what? early, I'm Chris. All of a sudden, notice the ingredient here. We, we might need to isolate you next. Well, and and really, really quickly. I think that's the answer. Yeah, really quickly, because uh, the the fun thing that we had was our Jack was doing the calls. Right. At what point in last night's game did you think maybe your voice was going to go from working so hard that you were going to have to call the other Jack in? Never. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. You get so wrapped up in that game. I was shocked when I got my car and looked at the sun. I had completely lost all concept of time. Part of it was you locked me in the uh, chorus compound there. So right. It is a bit of a, its own kind of ISO chamber, if I don't mind saying so. But uh, you know what? It, it, unfortunately, guys, I was excited expecting our uh, our segments to go on for about a month. I'm yes. not sure whether you were dreading that or what. No. I was uh, ready. Sadly, I'll have to hold you to it next year. Okay, we'll do that. And Jack's going to do one final call. Our Jack is going to do one final call. Go ahead, Jack. Can I have my script? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And they're done. See you next year. I hope both teams had fun. <laughs> you know what? I liked your outfit in the camper better. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> With Chris, Jack, Jack, and Matt for Touchstone Flooring, Alberta's largest flooring store with over 5 million square feet of flooring in stock. Kitchen Country 103.9. 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Not everybody is in a foul mood because of the order loss last night. Uh, extended game. Holy cow. It went to past midnight, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I, mm-hmm. I, I lost all track of time. I, I think we all did. But anyway, just like my neighbors. I mean, uh, the game before, they're in the, the middle of overtime and my phone's ringing. They're looking for an extension cord so they can watch movies in their backyard. You know, um, they, I love it. I, I said, sorry, guys. I was kind of... Um, watching a hockey game they're like oh there's a hockey game on so they're not everybody is you know is absolutely devastated by this but uh for the ones that are matt's got some fun facts to pick us up this morning yeah i got some fun fun facts maybe a day will turn around just a little let's see okay did you know the word bed actually looks like a bed oh yeah yeah, yeah it does it right. does it's got a headboard and it's got a footboard right that's kind of neat uh-huh uh, young elephants suck on their trunks just like young children suck on their thumbs. Come on, really? That's adorable. It is adorable, isn't it? Baby mm-hmm. elephants are the best. Yes. Did you know that crows have accents depending on the region they come from or <laughs> grew up? There's Ukrainian crows? Yeah. Brogies! <laughs> How can they tell? They're, like, somebody has, like, filmed them. I've watched a video. Like, crows in Ireland sound different than crows in Romania. And do they sound like Irish crows? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm not going to do an Irish crow. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that impression. All right. The only member of ZZ Top that doesn't have a beard, guess what his name is? What? Frank Beard. Come on. It's true. Did you know that cows can have best friends? They do? Yeah. Again, how do they know? Well, they, they, one cow hangs out the other cow, and they're like, that cow hangs out with that cow a lot. They're best friends. Yeah. That's neat. Did oh. you know that humans eat more bananas than monkeys? In 2015, we ate over 74 million bananas and only 6 million for monkeys. Really? Yeah, well, take but, that monkey. But not, I feel like there's more humans. Yeah. No, you don't know. There's a lot of monkeys out there. <laughs> uh, did you know that a group of butterflies is called a kaleidoscope? No. That's cool. All right. Did you know if a 99-pound person ate one pound of nachos, they would be 1% nacho? Yeah. I think I do. Let's make this happen. I'd have to eat three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know that pigeons can count, add, and subtract? Pigeons? Yeah. I don't know if I believe it. (laughs) Uh, People actually still buy PT Cruisers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite. Chris is on the wait list. (laughs) My daughter had a couple of them. Oh, my. This is probably my favorite one. Your nieces and nephews are collectively known as your nibblings. Your nibblings? (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Well, you made me feel better. I completely forgot about the order loss now. Thank you, Matt. And... This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I, rem- I can't believe it. I remember being the young guy on the radio station years ago. Everybody would be like, oh my gosh, he's so much younger than the rest of us. And then one day you're older than everybody. So there you go. That's And you works. never appreciate it until you're older. No. <laughs> like, you're like, oh man. You're like, like, I, w- I wish I could be older like them. I, th- there was a quote I read the other day. Like, I wish we knew we were in the good old days before we started remembering them. Uh-huh. Ethan, you're in the good old days, bud. Yeah. So okay. enjoy it now. Also, what a... Terrible birthday. <laughs> yeah. Coming off that Oiler loss. Oh, he's a big Oiler fan. Yeah. Well, hey, his uncle was a former uh, captain of the Oilers, Kelly Buckberger. Right. So there you go. That's his uncle? Yes. What? You didn't know that? I did not know that. <laughs> he tells everybody. Yeah. I guess not Jack. <laughs> she missed that at, uh, memo. But anyway, happy birthday to Ethan. Um, he's young. He probably didn't hurt himself this weekend, uh, uh, the long weekend. Hopefully you, you had a good uh, long weekend. There was some sun the first couple of days, and then yesterday was downright nasty. But our question this morning is, how would you hurt yourself? It's funny because uh, my daughter and her fiancé and their dog, Honey, 
uh, are moving in. They did move in. They're officially in our house uh, as of last night, and they're going to be there for a while as they get ready to kind of uh, move from one place to another, and it's a long, twisted story. But uh, we did the big move for them on the weekend, and man, oh, man, is there ever... And they're they're still young. They don't have a lot of crap yet, but Mm -hmm. there was a lot of crap. (laughs) <laughs> did yeah. you end up uh, hoofing a lot of it out of that place? I did, uh, but I did good. They got one of these pods, you know, to store it in. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, I did so good pod packing. They called me the pod packer. Nobody thought it would be, like, they thought I did. Wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm careful there, but Don't get that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with Disney. What's wrong with pod packing? But anyway, I pod packed, and uh, I did a good job of it, and uh, just kind of, uh, it was like Tetris, and, and, and did a good job. But then on uh, Sunday night, and I don't know, like, if it's got something to do with mental illness or what, but after that oiler loss, I mm-hmm. went, uh, the big oiler loss, like the one where they had the three-goal lead with eight minutes left in the game, and uh, I, I, I was trying to sleep, and all of a sudden, my foot started throbbing, and I'm like, did I drop something in the move on my foot? Because my foot hurt so much. And then I thought, oh, my God gosh, what's going on? What did I do? How did I hurt my foot? But I don't know if I, maybe the oiler loss caused me to to make up a pain, like I blocked a shot or something that I, I don't know. Oh, phantom pains. Yes. Yeah. You're feeling it for the oilers. Blake Wheeler from the Jets takes one in the gonads. That's right. Chris. You let us know how you feel, Chris. <laughs> Chris's, Chris's poor toesy woesies were a little sore. Then I got scared. I thought maybe I got the gout. Oh, you know? yeah, too much steak. <laughs> They've been there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's, so I don't even know how I injured myself, but I, it was throbbing. I could not sleep all night. And then I woke up in the morning and it was uh, slightly there, but it was much better. So I don't know. It was a weird, weird situation. Jack, you do you hurt yourself? Yeah. Well, okay. Here's where my life has gone now. I am doing things to prevent <laughs> myself from hurting myself. Uh, Bob had to raise the trailer so that our heads weren't sleeping like on level. It has to actually be yes. a little bit elevated yes. so that my head doesn't throb in the morning. Yes. Which I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what's causing it. Yeah, okay. Could have been the four glasses of wine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But then, oh, Bob, the trailer's not level. Jack, you had 16 Merlots. It's the trailer. It's not yeah. the wine. You, I could see you before you go to bed. You drop down the two foot. Well, that looks pretty good to me. Don't think I'll have a headache. So luckily, I only had a slight headache. So oh, we, we only have to raise it a little higher next time. You'll be sleeping it like a cow standing up before you know it. That might be safer. I've heard some real lame excuses yeah. for hangovers before. <laughs> the trailer wasn't levels of first without It's job. the trailer. I swear. Just like where we sleep, it just like it lowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that causes headaches for <laughs> sure. Okay. Matt. Uh just my soul got pierced. Okay, that's Aww. good. I guess that was like I said, the worst Victoria Long weekend <laughs> I've ever had in my life. I, it's going to take me years to recover. Seven eight zero four two one one three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. How'd you hurt yourself this long weekend? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're asking this morning how you hurt yourself on this Victoria Long weekend. This text at one zero three nine three nine says, "Literally just sleeping in the trailer for three nights. My back is so sore. I'm twenty eight years old." Oh yeah, we'll be getting a tent trailer out, and there's a bar that's right in my spine. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Somebody said their eyes were hurt. They went past the nudist beach in Devon. Oh, the old cottontail corner blindness. That's it. Yeah, they're always bent over picking up rocks when I go by. Time for our morning rock pick. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Maybe the just don't go by, out. Chris. What? Don't go by there. Well, 
You're always getting high centered on a sandbar. It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's our river. Why should we have to avoid the nude, nudists? Seems like you uh, seek them out. That's our Yeah, thing. I think that's the thing. After the 19th time going by, yes. This deck says, I hurt myself bear hunting over the weekend. I got a 350-pound bear, but I had to pack it out on our backs through the thick forest and completely messed up my knee trying to get over the fallen trees. Wow. Jeez. Bear hunting. Gnarly. That is scary. That's a cool person right there. <laughs> yeah. This is something we will never experience. They're never bare naked. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. And Matt DeBurse. Just trying to. <laughs> just try, I am trying so hard to just keep it, uh, keep it jacked up this morning. I got up this morning. I got to work. I realized I'd forgotten to drink my Diet Coke on the way to work. Which oh, is no. Of all mornings. No. Of all mornings. Uh, then I'm like, I walked into the station without a mask on. Like, I'm like, where's my, oh, I forgot my mask. And then I'm like, I sat down behind the chair here and I'm like, I can't see. Oh, I've left my glasses at home too. I just absolutely gave up on most everything that I normally do this morning. The only thing that makes us forget about COVID. Yeah. Oilers getting swept. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. By the way, there's a pandemic. Oh no. (laughs) Can't talk about that. Can't talk about the Oilers. Ouch. Oh, well. Anyway, the game was, uh, they, 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 they left it on the ice last night. They tried their best. Uh, I mean, and I know it's just, it's like the, such a it's such a dad move right there. Uh, they tried real hard, but I was I was proud of the way they played last. Sure, night. I, I, was. I I mean for the four defensemen that actually got the play, <laughs> they sure grinded it out. <laughs> and I, I was just like seeing the passion. Like Connor, a guy who doesn't show a lot of emotion. Yeah, screaming at the other his teammates <laughs> like "Let's go, let's go!" Yelling at poor poor pool party. Yeah. Hey, you know it's bad when yeah. I my heart was literally like a jackhammer. Yes, for about six hours. I didn't like the feeling for sure. It was just like constant. It was just constant. I, I, and you guys would be surprised to know this. I get real quiet, like real quiet. I don't. I see don't know it. if I believe that. No, I do. I don't. I, I, I don't. I, He's I trying just, to compartmentalize the whole, all the stress. Uh-huh. Right. So the game went till after midnight, and then uh, if you watched it and then you were disappointed, it was you, you couldn't just go to bed and just fall asleep, right? <laughs> and what so, do you do at that point too? I mean, the se- it went into three overtimes. You're at the second. You're like. Do I yeah. go to bed? I can't go to bed. I start negotiating with myself. Yes. Well, uh, well, I can get five hours here. Another hour rolls around. <laughs> you know, even if I sleep in the next half hour, three and a half isn't too bad. Yeah. Well, three hours, I think I could still function if I get a nap later. <laughs> I, just, that was all of us last night. It right. was, I, that's the, the latest I've stayed up yeah. and the least amount of sleep I've had in years. Really? I think I only got about an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. The scary thing is I feel like normal. Like I, that's oh, that is terrible. That you're is gonna ter- step into your car on your way out, and yeah. you're literally gonna sink. You're like, you're gonna melt. Yeah. <laughs> so our question is, pulling all nighters, which was something that almost happened last night because of that crazy game. Jack, you got a story for us? It always seems like such a good idea at the time. This was years ago. Mm. Um, my husband Bobby and I were just dating, and I, I want to believe like he had slept all day or something along those lines, and I had just gotten off work, and he was like you know what? Let's not wait till tomorrow. We were going to Kelowna. We were driving. So it's like a 10 hour drive. He's like, let's not wait. Let's just go now. Like we can beat traffic. We can get there in the morning and spend the whole day on the beach. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like the best idea ever. On the beach after driving. (laughs) (laughs) Until you get maybe about Banff golden area and the mountains. And so you're tired and it's dark. Seven hours. Yes. And you're like, maybe this is a bad idea. Gotta keep going. He was fine. Cause like I said, for some reason, and he, yeah. I don't know, he slept or something, but I was supposed to be the co-pilot. Right. 
bad co-pilot. You took out your batteries at about <laughs> six o'clock. I tried so hard to stay awake, and I remember my eyes just like forcing being closed. But I tried. I tried. I think I pulled almost an all-nighter. Almost. Bob, turn up the ACDC. I'm fading. <laughs> and the hardest <laughs> part is when the sun starts to come back out. Like it's actually easier to be stay awake in the dark when the sun is just coming up. It's oh. like that's the hardest time to drive then when you, you're tired. Yes, and you know you've got the whole day ahead. I've you're been like, in my twenties, and I've. Even when I have no responsibility, I don't have to work the next day. The fact of pulling all-nighters terrifies me. Really? I see the sun coming up, and I freak out. I'm like, yeah. I have to sleep! <laughs> <laughs> Too late. You missed your chance. I remember we used to party, like, in the olden days, and we used to, you know, go to the high school parties and stuff like that. And when that sun would start coming up, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I got to get home. Curfew was a few hours ago. No, there was never curfew at our house. The rule was, didn't matter what time you got home, as long as you were home in time to work in the morning. And uh, sometimes we'd just, you'd come straight, straight from the party, straight into the tractor. Oh, Your mom made hurts. you vacuum? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the all-nighters you've pulled. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about all-nighters after uh, watching that Oilers game till well after midnight. And uh, some people had to get up, uh, you know, just a few hours after they went to bed. And we're looking for those kind of stories this morning. We got one from Shanna in St. Albert. She says, working summer of 1994 in Beaver Creek, Yukon. I was invited to a party at the creek. So sun, the sun started coming up around 5 a.m. or so. Well, I wasn't used to the fact that it actually didn't get dark at night. And my shift started at 7 a.m. Ouch. Wow. Yeah, that would be hard because you wouldn't have, like, really any judging. Yeah. Like you that. probably shouldn't be at work. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Okay. This text says I had a 65-page bio lab report that I pulled two all-nighters to write up. Worst all-nighters of my life. What's that stuff the college kids take? Wake-ups? Adderall. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> wake-ups? Hold on. I want to know what Jack's wake-ups are. <laughs> you can buy them at the grocery store. <laughs> Does your grocery store a van out back? <laughs> I know you guys would be shocked to find this out, but I don't ever recall staying up to study. Yeah, yeah me neither. But <laughs> like, we also went to clown college. There wasn't a lot of steady right. in college. Staying up to study. Uh, we drove uh, back to the New Brunswick as a texter every other year. It takes 48 hours to drive. Uh, we usually do it in three 16-hour days to stop uh, and sleep twice. One year, we decided to just drive straight through with alternating drivers. Uh, we made it to make sure we were there in two days, but we slept the whole day once we got there. Not worth it. Yeah, That's the exactly. Thing. You're That's like, well. The, thing, right? the yeah. walls close in on that vehicle real quick, I'm yeah. sure. And I'm always blown away about Chris's story. Yeah. Stories like, you love to drive a lot. Yes. yes. And long periods. Love it. And you always start your drive at like 7 p.m. Yes. Same thing. Drive through the night. We we left uh, when we took uh, Karen's mom and dad and our kids were just little and we drove to Disneyland and uh, with my father-in-law, he was uh, in early onset of Alzheimer's. So we thought, you know what, we'll leave early or we'll leave later at night. So he sleeps sleeps uh, during the night and uh, that'll uh, you know be a good thing for him and a good thing for all of us and I remember we we left at about seven o'clock at night and we drove and uh, I drove overnight and I remember driving in Montana and it was just him and I awake he was in the back seat his eyes were wide open mine weren't quite as wide open <laughs> as his and we ended up driving all the way to Vegas that day we went straight through it was like a 21 hours or 22 hours of straight driving for me I don't I, I, Anyway, I, I love it. It's the son of a truck Have driver. Have you uh, heard of a hotel? <laughs> You're like, well, we got to make sure he sleeps, so we'll start the drive late. How about you drive during the day and stop? <laughs> that doesn't sound like fun at all. No, no, it's more adventure this way. Yeah, exactly. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So I just went to the uh, water cooler while those commercials were on, and I filled up my 
big Bubba mug, and uh, I was holding the button down, and uh, it takes a while to fill up, and I closed my eyes, and I think I almost fell asleep. There you go. See, you are tired this morning. I feel bad for everyone's going to clean up the puddle of water underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a dog. <laughs> We're talking about, uh, because of that order game last night, pulling all-nighters and being real tired. This text says, the worst all-nighter I had was when I had my oldest son almost 10 years ago. My labor started around noon on Friday, the weekend that he was born. I had zero sleep that night, and he was born at 10.38 a.m. that Saturday. He had a little mucus in his throat at birth, but nothing serious, but I was a new mom, so the littlest noise he made freaked me out. I had no sleep that night as well. Didn't help that the mom in the room with me seemed to ignore her baby crying until the nurse came in and told her she had to take care of the baby herself. The nurses were just there to help if she needed it. That's the worst part about having a kid is they literally throw you into the fire. I thought that the nurses were supposed to take care of the baby the first night. And I asked our nurse, like, are you going to change her diaper? And she was like, uh, no. Oh, that's so good. How come I've never heard that before? I didn't know we were supposed to take care of them. <laughs> when are you taking this crying child to the nursery, please? So when do I begin becoming the mother? Like, I'm going to catch about 12 hours and then you can give me the baby. Yeah. Like, when do I start? I don't know. That's like the my worst nightmare when having kids was like, okay, uh, timing. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jack, you were camping mm-hmm. in Provost. Matt and I were watching hockey. And did uh, you go to the, the the meat place? I tried to go. I was so upset. So we left on Saturday morning. By the time we got set up, it was closed. I was like, "Oh, no big deal. We'll just go tomorrow." Oh yeah, I forgot. In a small town, they're not open on Sundays or holidays, so I missed my opportunity. Provost Packers. Provost Packers. And there was another one that started with a B that lots of people recommended. So I was going to go to both, but no luck. Thanks and a lot, Provost. Someone did point out it so they can spend time with their families, which I guess is okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I prefer meat. <laughs> yeah, spend other time with your families another time. Yes, Jack. But Bob is going to be working there all summer, so I'll get my chance to go back. Maybe. You want to go back to Provost? Well, to the meat store. <laughs> the way people talked about it, what am I missing out on? Why are we setting up Jack to rip on Provost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's not, they had a really great playground. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she feels about your town. <laughs> and thank you to everyone. They did uh, text me some lakes that we can go visit. So there's lots of things to do there. Neat. It's just on the border, right? Like yeah. It's very close to Saskatchewan. Really? You yeah. got it. And Saskatchewan has a, a ton of amazing lakes. Like a ton. Well, I am going to discover them. Let me tell you. <laughs> She's on her way. Who knew we were going to stop and talk about Provo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Good A&W there, too. What'd you get? A, f- a root beer float. That's it? <laughs> yeah. That's all I wanted. Oh, that doesn't count, then. No. It no. does. No, it's it A&W. No. You need to get a mama, at least. I did not. Mm. Next time. All right. Anyway. That's, yeah, I didn't expect this bit to go this way. There you go. Provost, playgrounds and lakes. I think you're going to find a lot of people are going to be at work if you're going, you know, if you still are going to work or maybe back to school or whatever, Mm -hmm. just talking mindlessly today because they won't make any sense. I mean, we're using what happened last night as our excuse. Oh, no brain power. I'm running on fumes. Give me a break. All right. We will. And Matt's wearing clothes. Yes. Thank goodness. Unfortunately. What? <laughs> oh, I still want the Oilers to be in the playoffs. Oh. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's 8.36. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. It's time for the Need to Know National Days. You know those national days, for example. Did you guys know that today is National Tap Dance Day? 
Nobody's dancing in Edmonton. <laughs> When's National Redo the Playoffs Day? Never mind that. Every year for us. <laughs> that hurts. So National Tap Dance Day. I, I kind of wish I could tap dance. I, I mean, I can't even dance, let alone I got no It is pretty no cool rhythm, when right? they get going. You're yeah. like, wow. I always neat. thought when they tap dance, they'd actually like make a song out of it. But all it is is that is the song. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> They're all going for the same. That's the sound. National Brown Bag Day. What's that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I think it's bring your lunch in a brown bag. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming. Or drink your booze out of a brown bag? Today is National Towel Day. And let's just say that we've got a guy here at the radio station named Sean. He's an engineer, and he's an interesting character. Everybody's got those interesting characters that they work with. Yeah. Sean's that guy. He came in today with a towel on his shoulder. Did you see that? That's oh, what he was talking about. I yeah. didn't know what he was doing. Because it's towel day. He was celebrating. And he said, "If I said, I'm going to mention it on the air. He says, if you do, say to all my fellow towel day um, people, happy fruits or hoppy fruits. I don't know what that means. He Sean, said, you're a weird dude. He says, everybody that celebrates towel day will know what hoppy fruits day means. I don't know. Did you just like swear on the radio by accident? <laughs> I could have. And uh, finally, Jack, you'll love this day. Okay. It's National Wine Day. You can celebrate. Ah, better celebrate. What's your favorite varietal, Jack? Um, recently I like Shiraz's and Malbec's. Okay. Like spice. You like spice. a little spice? I like eh? pepper. <laughs> <laughs> pepper in your wine? Yeah, it's so good. Well, it's Not like a really. smoky flavor, yeah. you know, like sharp, a little sharper. A little you got more bodied crisp. Look at his Matt, face. Matt, I am impressed. I love wine. <laughs> yeah. You should be celebrating too. What's your fave? I like a Malbec, you know, I don't sleep on a Pinot Grigio. Hmm. Maybe a Shastless from uh, the Okanagan region. Here's okay, my question from a guy. Part, what's Chris's? No. <laughs> Communion Boots. wine, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't That's know. So, well, I'm just, I just have it when I have communion. I hate wine. I don't. I, what do I, they use for communion wine? I don't know. <laughs> Probably like copper moon. <laughs> you imagine the priest in the back filling up the communion with copper moon. Well, it's got to be something, right? I'm going to ask my mom. She used to give communion. I, the fun fact, Jack's mom used <laughs> to make the wafers for communion. Yes, the Eucharist. She used to make it at home. That's cool. Yeah. I thought so, Is too. It? We were not allowed to eat it. <laughs> stay away from the body. <laughs> and stay away from the blood. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.